Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. You know, we, we competed defensively. You know, I think we can hang our hats on that. But, you know, now it's about sustaining it for 48 minutes. You know, I don't think we, you know, should be upset at our effort. You know, just little mistakes that we can fix. And, you know, they're a good team. They're going to capitalize if you make mistakes. Donovan Mitchell after the Jazz lose to the Boston Celtics, 114-103. to It was a good game for three quarters, PK. 82 all late in the game. And then the Celtics just pulled away and dominated. I think if you get somebody who's not a three-point shooter like Marcus Smart draining three in a row, what are you going to do there? I mean, gosh, I didn't see that coming, you know, but he's taking advantage of Kemba Walker being out. Jason Tatum, he turns 22 next week. He's a sensational player. Uh, Got beat. Four in a row now, and it's nine of the last 13. And you could see afterwards, uh, Quinn Snyder determined to come out positive in his postgame remarks. There's plenty of negativity, and uh, the losses are piling up. So there should be. Try not to let the guys beat themselves uh, up too much. Spin is spin. Yeah. The re- reality is reality. You reality is it. you've lost nine you of 13. You can spin it any way you want. It doesn't matter. Donovan Mitchell's 37 points. Not enough as they get beat. Jazz are off today. They wrap up the five-game homestand. They are 0-4. Hard to believe. Don't know the last time I would have said that, but here's where they are with Washington coming in tomorrow. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. All the other Western playoff contenders take care of business. Houston Rockets put 140 on the board. They beat the Grizzlies 140 to 112. Clippers over the Suns 102 to 92, and the Mavs beat the Spurs. Luka Doncic with a triple double. So the Jazz giving up ground to everybody, but the way they're playing, I don't even know that people are worried about that right now. Yeah, the Clippers. You know, I saw something that uh, they've only had their starting lineup that was projected to be together uh, for six or seven games, and they've won every one of them. So that's why I'm sticking with them as my slight favorite. I've been saying it for weeks and months. If they're healthy, they have this opportunity to get that done. I don't know that they will be, but if they do, I think they have the best talent. Well, all the people, and there were a lot of them, picked Clippers-Lakers in the conference final. See if we get to that right now. Clippers right in third, game behind the Nuggets, and a game in front of the Rockets. Philadelphia Sixers star Joel Embiid left last night's game against Cleveland in the first quarter, ruled out with a sprained shoulder MRI today. This is the wrong time of year to be hearing about this kind of stuff. It's never good, but after the All-Star break, injuries like that, can't blame the fan base if they get a little stressed hearing about that. Well, Philly's done anyway. It doesn't matter. Kings and Thunder, Lakers and Warriors. That's the TNT doubleheader tonight if you want to watch a little NBA action. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Turnovers burying the Utes early. They got down big, PK. It was 17 to 4. It was 29 to 11. They got back within three with about three minutes to go, but 
couple empty possessions there, and they now end up losing 70-62 to to Stanford. And they are now 0-8 on the road in the Pac-12. Yeah, well, then they get to save face that they, they rallied and they played hard, and that's what you'll hear from the sympathizers, and they made it a game, and they lost. Dropped to 6-10 now in conference, 15-13, and 13, playing for a winning record. They nine turnovers in the first 11 possessions. Youth, is that what we're attributing to that? Or how about suckitude? I'd go with suckitude. Uh, you know, I'd give them some credit for staying in there. And, you know, if they had that kind of effort, maybe they win the game. Maybe they win more games. But they're young, I guess. Well, when they got within three, they had another turnover. And then they missed a couple of threes, and that was the end of that. So now they'll try against Cal, and they'll either get that or they'll be 0-9. Win one of these next two games, and they'll have a winning season. They got Colorado at home, too, and neither one of them look easy. But otherwise, the uh, potential for a losing season looms out there as they go to, uh, go to Vegas. Well, because they are young and that though these games are important, because if you can bring your guys back, you know, you want to finish as best as you possibly can. These Every game, to me, counts. I mean, if it doesn't, it wouldn't be in the record. But it is, so it does count. And they need to find ways to get better. Because next year, uh, the sympathizers aren't going to be able to say the young. And they'll still be young, but when you devote an extensive playing time, you can be young as a sophomore, but have the playing time of a junior. Uh, and that's what they're getting. So they've got to reap the rewards of these young kids getting all this playing time. A kid like Carlson, who again played well, he's coming on strong when he has seven, eight blocks. I mean, that's very, very impressive for a string bean freshman off a mission. You know, as Majerus say, lock him in the weight room in the offseason <laughs> and all that stuff. Uh, but, uh, you know, he shows potential for 12, sure. 12 points and eight yeah. blocks. And he eight. had a three that could have tied it. He did. I think they had him twice, and he had one from top mm-hmm. of the key. He didn't make it. But I'm okay with that, man. I like the fact that you took it. And I like the fact that it meant something, that it wasn't a three in which you were down by 15. Just the fact that it meant something, even though you missed it, you could have development from that that could pay off in the next year or two. Because he certainly looks like he's got some ability there and they could use him, particularly with his ability. He's got the block shots ability that you just said and also being able to shoot from the top of the key. And it didn't go in, but it was a fine looking shot. And I've got no problem with him taking it. And so in today's world, if your big man can do that and get rebounds and block shots, then you got something. And that's good to see. It's not like they're devoid of talent and it's hopeless because I don't think that whatsoever. they got to find a way to win this game against Cal, which should be imminently winnable. And then probably Colorado's going to be tough. But, you know, finish with a winning record and, and, and take one half hour off and get back in there and start working towards yeah. next season. Lock, lock them in the weight room. And everything. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. New USC Athletic Director Mike Bones said, everything is on the table. That's the quote. Everything's on the table with regards to the Trojans' future as potentially an independent program or joining another conference on the Peristyle podcast. Ryan yeah, Abraham. Yeah, I, I read that. Uh, I read. I didn't listen to it. I read the transcript. You know, the question of independence. It's kind of sort of loomed out there for a little bit. I'd be surprised if that happened. Uh, but everything is on the table, and yeah, because he's talking about. He's. I mean, he's a new athletic director, and he's talking about the pay discrepancy between them and a couple of the other conferences at the top. 
and how it's expected to grow. I think the, the most important thing that I took from that and reading that context was the pressure that it needs to be put upon the conference to make sure that they get it done in this next round of negotiation leading up to 2024. That's the thing that I took. Not not the threat that they're going to go independent. It was that, okay, we need to make sure we really nail this because we had some, oh, we can do this, we can do that. And then it turned out you you weren't able to do this and you weren't able to do that. And so this next time around, you better get it done. That's the thing I took from that. Well, the other people have gotten it done, so you can't really afford to be stuck in any gray area, have a bad deal. It just can't. It needs to be a good deal. It needs to be lucrative. And even so, you may be behind these other conferences, but they can't be doubling you. That's ridiculous. The new L.A. Bull was announced. You build an NFL stadium in Southern California, you're going to have to find a way to pay for it. You need a bowl game there. It's going to be the Pac-12 conference's fifth choice against the top choice from the Mountain West Conference. So basically, it's the old Vegas Bowl matchup. Yes, uh, and and the Vegas is going to go Pac-12, SEC. SEC. I I didn't see a date. Does anybody see a date on that? No, I don't think they put it out there. Because I looked in and out, up and down. They haven't put a date on it. When's the date? I was curious, too, (laughs) but didn't see one. Yeah, I mean, that's that seems to be a decent deal in a new stadium. Warm weather. Everybody's trying to recruit L.A. kids. They're going to want another game there. I don't know that the fifth-place team is going to draw that well if it's uh, Oregon's or Seattle's or Colorado. Well, you, uh, you and I both remember the Freedom Bowl, and you know how L.A. loves the best – but, you know, if you're B, B minus, you can just kind of shrug and keep going. So I do wonder if this is going to be the kind of game that's played. Uh, oh, it's not going to draw any local people. In front of 30,000. Oh, at best. Yeah. So is this what uh, Tom Homo didn't want to go into specifically what, but he was hinting around, and it's not hard to connect the dots and think they had conversations about being an anchor team for this game because they would draw. Okay, but ultimately right, it didn't said, happen. Oh, okay, I got you. I don't know. Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Houston's Alex Bregman became the seventh Astro player to be hit by a pitch in five games so far in spring training. Yeah, I was watching him as a curveball relax. He said, it was a splitter. It just got away from him. I think it hit him in the back. It did. As he was bending over. Yep. So it's cool about I have the Fox Sports available. And in the spring, a lot of these games are on Fox Sports, and they're not blacked out because it's spring training. So I sit in the afternoon just flicking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you just wallowing in it. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of them are broadcast now. Oh, yeah. they can make money off of this stuff. Right. Uh, it used to not be necessarily. Oh, but, but when they were all on over-the-air stations, they had lucrative programming, the regional sports networks. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'll take a daytime spring training game. And so... Yeah, particularly um, the Western teams, the teams that train in Arizona. Go home, get something to eat, go to the gym, come back. You know, and that's when I start looking, getting ready for whatever I'm going to watch that evening. But then also, you know, you can do like this SC thing that I saw yesterday that uh, from like, uh, you know, two to four, now that it's not football season, that's when I can really start doing stuff two to five. Uh, to get myself as educated as possible and while I'm doing that nothing wrong with the background and I just I flick around like crazy I mean I was watching they're all, most of them are on channel surfing yeah. through games 
while you surf the web. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and it's not like I'm going to be out golfing, you know what I mean? <laughs> not exactly the right weather Right, we're getting there, but we're not there yet, so yeah. So I, And I happened to be watching the Houston one. I saw Bregman, and it was a curveball. Got hit in the back, and I thought, oh, this is going to be a big deal. <laughs> we're going to be silly about this now. Seven guys plunked in. The word I was going to go for, because I was thinking about this, was obsess. When you're charting how many Astros have been hit by a pitch over how many games, you're obsessing about it. Yeah, especially in spring training when you got guys that are working on stuff and they're not necessarily giving you their best uh, focuses, possibly best pitch in right situation. And you don't have to get very deep in a game right now before it's minor leaguers who they didn't lose the World Series championship. (laughs) They're not in the bigs yet. And you're in the fifth or sixth inning. There's minor leaguers all over the game. Luke Weaver got lit up yesterday, as you know, so I'm a little distressed about that because we're counting on him to be maybe our third starter. He didn't even get out of the first, which I know you know. I didn't. <laughs> Major League Baseball has appointed a first African-American umpire crew chief promoting Kerwin Danley this week. He's 58. He's worked two World Series. He's been on the field for 10 other postseason rounds, ALCS last year, and called a couple All-Star games. Well, I have no idea who this man is, but it certainly sounds like he has the qualifications to be a crew chief and whatever crew chief entails these days with the replay. I just miss the nose to nose, cap back, spit flying. <laughs> you just want people chucking, chucking. chucking first base and out into right field. Yeah, what man. What in the name of Lou Pinello is going I mean, on? Lou Pinello would be nothing today. Billy Martin would be nothing. Earl Weaver, these legendary hotheads who are Bobby Cox, guys are getting tossed all the time. And just sitting back, kicking. What's the replay say? Oh, oh dang. Shoot, we'll get him next time. Ready, go. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. It's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, Utah Jazz losing their fourth in a row. Craig Bullerjack, TV voice of the Jazz, going to join us at 8.30. we got Joe Ingles out there probably in the uh, right around 9 o'clock, give or take a little bit. Tends to be when we get a hold of him. And coming up next, what is left to say? The losses are piling up. We've been over a lot of this ground before. What is left to say? We will get to your reaction there, 855-340-ZONE. And, of course, you can hit us up on the app. Use the open mic feature. Send us your take. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.